everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of Woman Rebounded Radio. Happy Friday to you all and happy holidays as well. I wanted to do a 90-day recap because a lot of my listeners have been asking for that. So I'd like to get started with that. And I have a ton of episodes coming up, guys. Lots of fun things. So stay tuned to my station because I have a lot of content that I will be posting. So let's start with Kalani. Um, who is from Orange County, California, with her boo, Asuelo, from Samoa. Let me just say this first. <laughs> Kalani, I don't know about her. I think I just sense a lot of attitude through the, <laughs> through the television. So I think her fiancé, Asuelo, or whatever he is to her now... I think he's a sweetheart. I really do. Um, if you have to, you think about it, their situation, he's, she's, she went on vacation over there. He didn't come over here. She was where he was. And he's from a third world country, basically walking out into his backyard with no shoes on, cracking coconuts, because that's his culture. That's his way of life. You can't be upset with that. And then you put him here, bring him here rather, to the United States. And you expect him to be acclimated to everything, you know, cars, shoes, clothing, style, just the entire culture. That's a lot to ask of someone who's just, you know, going through a culture shock, really. So I don't know if that's going to last because Kalani and her family, they all have attitudes. They're all they all have these high expectations of this guy. Once again, who is from a third world country who is not acclimated to the way of living in the United States. I mean, it's just a lot to ask. So I think they should be a little more open-minded. And once again, she went over to his country on vacation. So I think if she was truly smart, she, she should have perhaps kept her legs closed and she wouldn't be in the situation to where she's trying to make something work with someone who she just met. And that's, that's really my opinion on that. So I don't know how you guys feel, but I think Asuelo is a sweetheart. I really do. I think if he had just a little bit of education, if they actually helped him, um, gave him some books, took him to some classes to get him acclimated into the, I guess, culture part of being a parent in the United States and how we do things, I think he'll be fine. I don't see any problem with that. Um, so good luck to, to them. Let's talk about Eric, um, who's from Wisconsin and Lita, who's from Indonesia. First of all, Eric, um, just, he looks like the oldest 40 year old I've ever seen. I just want to start off with that. And Lita, I think, is 29 or something like that. She comes with her own baggage of her own child, wants him to stop paying child support for his children and to his wife. I think he pays her alimony and wants his undivided attention and to support her and her son. I mean, that's totally selfish. That might be what they do in Indonesia, but over here in the United States, we have laws and your wife and children, especially depending on how long you've been married, you are to pay alimony and child support as well up until the child is 18 years old. So sorry, Lita, but you can't have it your way. And I really don't think that's going to last because in the last episode, if you did watch it in 
by the way, it actually airs on TLC at 8 p.m. on Sundays, 90 Day Fiance. So stay tuned for this coming Sunday and um, we'll see what happens there. But Lita basically told Eric in the last episode that, you know, she really felt that she was going to ruin her chances of coming over here to pursue her medical career. So she wasn't really over here for Eric per se. I really don't. I think she was using him. I think he was just one of those guys who's going through some sort of a middle-aged crisis and he just was desperate for love for whatever reason. I don't know why he couldn't find the United States, but you know, to each his own. I think all of these people have individual um, cases and everything is just so weird. (laughs) I don't know, but it's just really weird. And she wanted, she basically, Lita kicked his daughter out and he told his daughter to leave. And let's just face it, his daughter was being a total pig. Her room was a pigsty. She really was living just in filth. And I don't know if maybe she's depressed. Maybe that's, you know, I'm sure that's one of the, you know, one of the signs of depression, you know, completely living in filth. And, you know, I feel bad about the daughter, but I think he should have had a better talk with her before Lita came over. And I also think that, you know, a lot of these people aren't having talks about the important things that they should be before the people come over to the United States or vice versa. Because when they get here, it's like this big thing of arguments, of discussions and conversations that should have been had before they made the commitment. I don't know if it's for the show or they're just doing it because they're in a rush to be married, but you know, 90 days is definitely not enough time, honestly, unless, you know, there are some cases where, you know, maybe it is true love. Um, So let's move on to Jonathan, who's from North Carolina, and Fernanda. I think this is actually true. This is probably something, I'm going to say this is probably 100% true love, because um, although the age difference is there, Jonathan's like 31 or 32, and Fernanda's like 19 years old, I do see her having a lot of sense for someone so young, and she wants to be liked by his mother and sister so bad, and his mother and sister, they're another group of of women who don't seem the kindest, they seem very catty, very just, I don't know, very cliquish, just, um, in their own way, nasty to her. And she's not over here for the United States. I really don't think that because she can go anywhere. And, you know, maybe they are jealous of her because she looks better than them. But his sister is a real witch. And I think his mother is too. And I'm just going to put it out there because they both are mean to her. Instead of embracing her, they're making her feel inferior. Um, So I hope Jonathan and Fernanda's relationship actually works out. I don't see it going too far if the mother and sister continue to meddle and put doubts in his head over her age because I think she has more sense than they are. I think she's more compassionate, um, more understanding, and just more humble than they are. And I don't see any of them being humble. So... um, Good luck to them, too. So let's move on to Ashley, who's from Pennsylvania, and Jay, who's from Jamaica. First of all, okay. (laughs) Ashley. 
she keeps bringing up the race. She lives in Pennsylvania. She doesn't live in the South. So I'm trying to figure out why is she bringing up race? Because this last episode was about the um, comments that they that were put on under her and Jay's wedding site and it was about racism and it was about the second amendment right to bear firearms and I'm like hmm for some reason I just don't buy it I think she has had somebody put it on there or I think she knows exactly who posted that online I don't know if you're with me guys But seriously, I really don't think that somebody was going to take their time out and just be racist to an interracial couple. First of all, there are interracial couples everywhere, okay, all over who are not getting harassed. So I don't, I don't know. And she's not from the deep South. So she's from Pennsylvania. And she keeps bringing up the fact that she's from all white town and blah, blah, blah. And he's like the only black guy. And quite frankly, guys, she doesn't look like she's living in a mansion. So I don't know what part. I think she's from Mechanicsburg, um, Pennsylvania. Whatever that is, it's not in the South. So <laughs> I have no idea why she keeps bringing up race because it seems to me that she um, is bothered by it. Like she's having her own second thoughts. So, oh, and um, I think she has kids too. I'm trying to figure out why she never mentioned them because I could have sworn I thought I heard her saying that she has kids or something like that. Um, but I don't think that's going to last with her and Jay because they're just her. She's going to make it into a race thing. She's going to ruin it for herself. I don't think Jay sees it. Um, and I think he's just really trying. But I don't know. I don't see that really working. But good luck to them. Then there's Colt from Las Vegas, Nevada. And Larissa from Brazil. Okay. (laughs) Guys. Colt lives with his mother. And he brought over this woman. Larissa from Brazil. She is nothing but trying to be here for the American dream. Period. And she just thought because he was white. And a man. Or just a man who was American. Period. It doesn't matter what your color is. Maybe she figured that he had a lot of money. Maybe there's a stereotype that us Americans don't realize that goes around in countries, other countries about American men being loaded, but I don't know. He definitely seems to be a smart guy. I don't see this as lasting because it seems like he's torn between living with his mother and and Larissa and she's more, actually, she also commented she'd rather have a car Okay, guys, (laughs) she'd rather have a car than be married. So, and then before he proposed to her, she, she complained the whole time all the way up. Um, he took her to a wonderful, um, land site and she was just disappointed all the way through until she got that ring. I just think she's a very, um, unappreciative woman. I think she was expecting big bling big bling, big bling, 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 all the better, and she's not getting it, so now that the honey has turned sour, stuff is getting real, okay, (laughs) I don't see that lasting at all, um, then there's Steven and Olga, um, Steven is from Maryland, and Olga's from Russia, Russia, um, 
Steven is a little, uh, hmm. He seems like he's a little controlling. He has some issues. He's only 20 as well. Olga's very young herself. She just had the baby. I sympathize with her. She has a lot of hormones. She's just trying to get acclimated into breastfeeding. And Steven's basically saying that he wants to take his baby to the United States. How are you going to separate a baby and their, and their mother? That's horrible. That's just, that's, that's the worst thing you can ever do. So you kind of already know where his mindset is. He's not really concerned about her coming over here. He's more concerned about making sure his baby gets over here. I just don't see that as working. Um, she kind of lives in the, it looks like she almost lives like in the projects of in Russia. Uh, the place that she lives in is just terrible. The walls are like cement. It looks, it's crazy. I don't even know. I don't know what that's called, but it's, I'm sure if she came over here to where he's staying at, I'm sure it's, it's, it's obviously much better than where she was at, at least with, that is with a baby. It's just doesn't look like a great place to raise a child. So good luck to them. So guys, that's my 90 day fiance recap. I hope you guys enjoyed and I will be back because I have a lot of content that I will be uploading. There's so much that I have to talk to you guys about. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy these next few episodes that I will be posting. So stay tuned, guys. You are listening to Woman Well Bonded Radio.